0: And Alyssa.
1: And we're Northern Frights with the podcast. You know what kind of podcast we are? Hmm. We're the true crime and paranormal that takes place in the Midwest podcast. I know that was kind of like a weird way to describe it. But it worked. Thanks. We get it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Well, and you know what? It's a different way to intro us because it's a different episode today. Mm-hmm. Um, both Alyssa and I have been quite busy with the holiday season and work. So, we didn't get anything prepped for this week. So, mm-hmm. sorry. But we are going to release our first ever podcast yeah. that we've ever done
0: for you guys. Yeah. So, when we switched to our current platform, mm-hmm. we decided on which episodes to bring over. Mm-hmm. And so, we did release quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. But we left this one off because it was our first one. Yep. It was great. Yep. But definitely well, needed some improvements. It was our first one. So, if you were.
1: Uh, If you're listening to it and you're saying, wow, how interesting, Mm -hmm. just know it's our first
0: one. It's our first one. This is back in the days when we used to email them to Mm -hmm. a few people that were, like, sort of interested.
1: Yeah. Basically, our family members and friends would be like, hey, do you want to listen to us talk about nonsense? And they'd be like, all right.
0: They're they're very polite. Yeah. (laughs) Said, yes, I will. Um, And if you're still listening... Friends and family that were uh, on the originals. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you get
1: to listen to this again. You're welcome.
0: It's going to be great. So you'll hear us do a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Just some FYIs. Anna does the a really good story on the hide behind. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. So <laughs> I know you referenced it in our last episode, yeah. I think. Yep. So yep. this is what she was talking about when she did her episode on that yeah you
1: actually get to hear the full story of my dream
0: that i talked about that one yep you'll hear the full james franco uh dream Anna had, mm-hmm. <laughs> in all its glory mm-hmm. and then i do um the black angel of fairview cemetery mm-hmm. warning I go on and on and on and on <laughs> about Ruth Dodge because I loved her so much. Yeah, I like <laughs> really so you can probably fast forward through that part, no. or if you're like histori- historical things, it's it's actually quite interesting. Yeah. Just know, yeah. and then my favorite part, absolute favorite part of the whole episode, was our ending. So spoiler alert. So <laughs> <all> spoiler alert. <laughs> How great it is. <laughs> so you gotta listen through the, at least the
1: whole
0: thing. Yeah, at least get back to the the end. Um, And we wanted to wish you guys well. We're leaving 2020 behind us. This will be our last 2020 podcast. And we'll come back in 2021 and have some more fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw some, I don't know if it was a TikTok or just a video that I saw where a guy was putting a salt circle around (laughs) 2021
0: written on a piece of paper and I was like, it's protected now. It's protected. We're good to go. Nothing like 2020 can happen again. Nothing. Because that one guy did that. He did it. Way to go. Good for him. Love it. Okay. So make sure um, you follow us on Instagram, and that mm-hmm. Instagram is Northern Frights Pod. Excellent. Mm-hmm. You can also email us if you want us to tell any stories of stuff that happened to you, or a subject you want us to cover or look yeah. into. Let us know; we'd be happy to do that. And um, even if you want to do a little, hey, shout me out. We'll, yeah, we'll do it. We'll see your name on air. Email us. Yeah, that's Northern Frights nineteen at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And as always, be sure to rate and review us so we show up on the Apple Podcast lists and easier yeah. to find for everybody. Hey yeah, man. We've enjoyed having you and we'll see you in the bright and shiny new twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. You know what kind of, you know what? You know
1: what I learned? What? Twenty twenty is not the best vision.
0: Okay. It's twenty fifteen. Mmm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to reflect on that I think was that's, right. that's when I started in this um, on this admission. Mm-hmm. Oh, in
1: your, in your yeah, work in my year?
0: my role on Aww, this campus.
1: I'm fading. <laughs> so maybe it's true. So we've left the good year behind, and now we're just in you know the next nonsense. Just
0: normal, stuff. normal year. Just normal year. Yeah,
1: you know what, that's what we hope for. Just a normal a, year. That'd be great. A normal year. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. We love you. We love Take you. Take care of yourself.
0: Have a merry, happy holidays. <laughs>
1: <Bye-bye>. Bye
0: bye. <laughs> bye.
1: All right. This hello. A, hello. Welcome to our most likely rambling start. <laughs> and you're welcome. You're welcome. So welcome. We are going to share stories of the paranormal and true crime related to Minnesota and the midwestern region, region around it. So here we go. I'm gonna start us off. I'm Anna. And I'm Alyssa. And my story—it's a paranormal one. I decided to do it because I watched a show recently. I'm like, I'm like watching the thing record. Like, is it recording? What do you want to cover it? Are you recording I'm it? No. Out.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: But I watched Paranormal Caught on Camera. Okay. And there was a video this girl had taken. It was in North Carolina. But she saw this. She was, like, hearing weird noises around her house. And she went outside, and she was, like, taking video. And all of a sudden, you see this weird thing pop out behind a tree for, like, a brief second, go back behind. Mm-hmm. And one of the people... I'm going to burp, so hold on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just ate lunch.
1: <laughs> we just had some lunches. <laughs> um, one of the guys that was, like, commentating on it was, like, well, maybe it's a hide-behind. And I was, like, what is a hide-behind? Yeah. Well, I looked it up. And it's terrifying it's a thing <laughs> it's a thing okay, I mean it's not making it it's up. not like a like a most likely it's not real oh but I'll give you some background but know. they have a phrase for it they have a yeah okay. so hide behind okay so hide behind is a nocturnal creature of American folklore um it's called a hide behind because it is able to like sucking its stomach so much that it's slender enough to hide behind a tree. Okay. Um, do people have described it as being canine, wraith-like, or humanoid? The picture that they showed basically looked like a stick person that <laughs> they took like a pen and were like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just made it look really Scribblen. intense, yeah. Um, So I was like, that looks like a nightmare. Yeah. And apparently, it is pretty much a nightmare because what it does, actually, I should probably like give a heads up. There's like a two part to this. Okay. And I'll connect it. It stalks human prey without being observed, and attacks without warning. It's fast enough that people have like not been able to see it. Um, How is it related to Minnesota? It is typically, it was blamed for the disappearance of lumberjacks and loggers. Interesting. Um claimed to have dragged them back to their lair and devoured them.
0: Okay. So, so it's pretty amazing that this lady was able it. to see it. Yeah. Because they yeah, are able to
1: evade them. Yeah, like they're fast enough that they can't see them. Um, a lot of stories about them have come from like logging countries, so Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan. Along the Mississippi It's yeah, like up or? north, okay. you know, just like where a lot like, of the, Like Superior? Yeah. Um, it was let me see what does it to say oh it had had a, a severe aversion to alcohol so which in my mind I'm like is this a way for the loggers to be like I have to drink
0: <laughs> <laughs> is this how I get away from like the I
1: I can't not have this alcohol or else the hide behind will get me like this is my job now to drink and <laughs> chop down logs
0: 'Cause I'll be here to work for you. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I might be on over, but I'll yeah, be here.
1: Yeah. So like <clears throat> mostly people it was probably told to like keep the men vlogging <clears throat> vigilant of bears and other creatures. Um when apparently fire was like the only weapon against it. Did I ever tell you about the dream I had with James Franco? <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's I don't know, but this. let's no. let's just go
1: there. So <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> go. I had this dream that I was living on campus, and there was a murder in the hall. And I like went out and I tried to see what was going on. I like went back to my room. And all of a sudden there was a knock on the door and there was this kid from my high school and I was like, why are you here, Franklin? (laughs) And he's like, he's like, I did it. I'm the murderer. You can't tell anybody. And I was like, fine, but just know that I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty soon, Franklin and I went to the mall. I don't know which mall. Because of course you would go with the murderer. You would go away, of course. And like the entire time I was just like, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And while I was there, all of a sudden James Franco was there and He was apparently now the murderer. And I'm, like, trying to, like, warn everybody that he's the murderer. Well, it turns out he was, like, this Wendigo creature because I had gone to what was, like, my aunt's house. And Jennifer Lopez was there. And I was like, I know how to get rid of him. I'm going to throw this fire at him. So I chuck it at him. And she's like, no, fire only makes him stronger. And then I woke up. So that's the only, that's the reason why that came up is because of the fire. Anyway, carrying on.
0: You got rid of James Franco with fire. With fire.
1: He turned into a creature. So now part two of this Mm -hmm. is what I want to connect it to because... This is the creature that I fear the most. Uh-huh. But I was like the entire time I was reading about the high behind, I was like, this sounds exactly like this creature. Okay. The Wendigo.
0: Wendigo. Wendigo.
1: <laughs> so the Wendigo comes from Algonquin Native American lore.
0: Do you know stuff about the Wendigo? Already. I've heard it in books that, uh, written by that author in Minnesota that I was telling you about okay. a while ago. Okay. They talk about Wendigos, okay. but that's my only reference, okay. so I'll learn a lot. Also,
1: I like how we just pointed at each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Very official. Topic, 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 topic. <laughs> so, it has different names. Wendigo, Wittigo, Wittigo. Wittigo. And it translates to evil spirit that devours mankind. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Devours. Devours.
1: Okay. That's interesting Mark. It's said to have a ferocious appetite for human flesh. Many forest dwellers who disappeared over the years were said to be victims of this monster. It's described as over 15 feet tall. <laughs> had once been human, but transformed into a creature with magic is what I wrote down. Uh, typically described as having glowing eyes, long yellow fangs, and
0: overly long tongues, which sounds. Disgusting. Can you re-describe it? Because I need to soak it in. Okay. So we got 15 feet 15 tall.
1: 15 tall, feet tall. It's also described as like skeleton-like. I'll explain why. Okay. Glowing eyes, glowing eyes. long yellowed fangs, and an overly long tongue. <laughs> it has sallow yellowish skin, mm-hmm. and some have described it as having matted hair. Okay. So apparently it's like so thin. That it like it's like a snake almost, where like they starve themselves, and then they eat the person. They devour it. Uh, the they devour human. it, and then they're like, "I'm good to go." Which is a weird way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good now. <coughs> I'm done <good> now. <laughs> um, some theories say that it can only be safely seen face on because it's so thin that it cannot be seen from the side. Oh, what is that connected to the hide behind? Because right. it's so thin. Is that connected? Is it really a Wendigo, or is that a hide behind? I don't know. We don't really go into it, but we're gonna keep going. (laughs)
0: That's creepy. Um.
1: So, Wendigo is created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism, and it's common in the again, Say it again. Resorts to cannibalism. What does
0: the Wendigo? Wendigo
1: is created. Created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism. Oh, jeez. It's (laughs) primarily like. The lore is primarily in northern like the northern woods because yeah. of the cold climate, the isolation, and like cannibalism was done for survival. So interesting how both mm-hmm. are in the north yeah, woods in the north, area.
0: And the books I was reading were based in the north as well. Yeah. So, so basically we chose the wrong place
1: to live. <laughs> yes. um, some say was it a legend? A warning against cannibalism or were they Bigfoot type creatures? And I say is it a hide behind? Hide behind. Unknown, but sites have been reported in Roseau in okay. northern Minnesota. Yep. There were a large number of appearances in the town or near the town between the late eighteen hundreds and the late or the early nineteen twenties. And after each report. An unexpected death followed interesting so i, I remember hearing like the about the person that. who reported it i don't think so i think it was just like somebody would be like oh i saw a wendigo and then all of a sudden somebody in the town would die oh, okay. which i feel like it's not that like particular death. yeah like death happens so oh right right you know it's kind of like but it, it's spooky it is spooky um there is a psychological term that is developed from the wendigo i thought there was like a flash here so i got real nervous <laughs> <laughs> We should have cleansed the room. I've heard (laughs) of cleansing. Let's get some sage next time. (laughs) Um, But it's culture-bound psychosis. The symptoms um, include intense craving for human flesh and the fear of becoming a cannibal. In some indigenous communities... Um, they say that environmental destruction and sexual greed are also seen as manifestations of Wendigo psychosis. Oh, Lord. Like logging. Yes, like logging. <clears throat> uh, what else did they say? Oh, this was really interesting. I did not know this. There is a dance, or a ceremony slash satirical dance I wrote down um, among the... Forgive me for mispronouncing these, they're all like Native American names, Mm Asinaboy. We're going to go with that. It's a Korean Ojibwe type tribe um, where they perform like this dance or ceremony whenever there's like a famine to reinforce the seriousness of the Wendigo Um, (laughs) taboo. Here we go. This is known as Wendigo Kanzipowingin. Yes. Yes, look it up. I don't know. They wear masks, dance backward, and drum. The last known ceremony was at Lake Wendigo of Star Island of Cass Lake, located in the Leech Lake Indian Reservation in northern Minnesota. Yeah. And also, my last piece here the fun fact because of next week, the um, opening movie. The book *The Wendigo* by Algernon Blackwood inspired the character in Stephen King's *Pet Cemetery*. Oh, really? Because the Wendigo is like the antagonist in the book. Okay. I've never read it. I only saw part of the movie. I think I was like nine right. when I saw it, so I was terrified. So yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing. But now we're gonna see the one next week and see it? how that goes. Well, I don't know if we're gonna see it yet i to figure that out at some point. So yeah, that's the story of the hide behinds and the Wendigo, and now I'm gonna be fearing for my life because I always heard that if you say the name Wendigo, it like brings it
0: forth. So sorry. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so really, I should say goodbye. <laughs> so because you may not be around yeah, anymore. Yeah. And also, won't you want to like cannibalize me or somebody? Possibly. Near you? If-
1: <laughs> If I'm, like, staring at you at my desk, just, like... Drooling. Nom, 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 nom. We're just, like, looking at Linda between my computer. Just, like, hello, Linda. We'll
0: but also, you're,
1: you're fighting. I'm, like, fighting it. I'm, like, don't but do it. But also drooling. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, my gosh. Mm, so, that's my story.
0: <laughs> very, very good. Thank you. Um, All right. Okay, so this is our first try at this. So mm-hmm. <laughs> when I first started the Google machine up, <laughs> yes. I might have found a really good story, but I mm-hmm. think I accidentally merged two. Sweet. So <laughs> not in my research, but okay. in my head when oh, I was first okay. researching it, like sure. looking at titles of stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I get to the end of my research the mm-hmm. other day and I was like, Where's this really cool last piece I was gonna end with? Mm-hmm. Like you did a fun fact. Mm-hmm. I was also going to end that way, and that's where my conclusion was. That is that I merged too. Oh. So we'll see how this goes. Okay. <laughs> it might not be as cool as Anna's, <laughs> but I think it will also. You did have a brand new story that you're gonna come up. Yeah, I still I still think it's cool, but uh-huh. it's it's not. Like what we would call paranormal. Okay. Like I thought it was way more on the paranormal level, mm-hmm. and it's it's, it's not it's quite there, but silly. it's still interesting. Okay. It's still interesting. Okay. Okay. So this is a um out of Iowa. Okay. And it's called the Black Angel at Fairview Cemetery. Mm-hmm. So this statue was built in honor of Ruth and Dodge. Mm-hmm. And she in herself is super cool, so I'm gonna okay. tell you a lot about her because yeah. I find her fascinating. Okay. But also, um, how the statue came to be was um, through a dream that she had. Oh. So, and then we'll talk about the statue and how um, there's actually some folklore that you were, or lore around the statue. So oh, it okay. sort of ties into paranormal, yeah. but not as cool. So just for reference, it's um, in the city of S- Council Bluffs, Iowa. And that's about five and a half hours south mm-hmm. of St. Paul, where we mm-hmm. live. I didn't know. I had to Google it. I was like, I where, am I? <laughs> where, where am I? <laughs> where am I, am I? Am I here? Am here? So, um, it sits on the east bank of the Missouri River, which is directly across from Omaha, Nebraska. So, it's okay. like right on that corner of sure, Iowa. Yeah. Iowa. Iowa. Sorry, I, I say it that way because I get them confused between Ohio and Iowa. So, <laughs> You'll notice I enunciate <laughs> Iowa a they're lot. They're so close. They're four letters. I mean, lots of vowels. They're
1: nerd states. <laughs> so it doesn't matter.
0: Okay. Um, also in um, Council Bluffs, mm-hmm. it also had a lot of their original set settlers were Native Americans as well. Okay. So interesting okay. we have that tie. All right, so this statue, I was actually wondering, can you pull up mm-hmm. this statue so yeah. you can see it? It is Black Angel of Fairview Cemetery Black out Angel. of old Iowa. Mm-hmm. See, I almost said it. Oh, the
1: right here. Mm-hmm. Black Angel, conchal.
0: Okay, so this statue, created by Daniel Chester French, and he's the guy who created... Um, the Seated Lincoln at Lincoln Memorial. Oh, yeah. But she, he did this statue before Lincoln. So, oh, like, this is his cool piece before. This is, like, his original work of art. He's sort of, he, yeah, they got, they got in while the price is right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because if it was after Lincoln, I'm thinking it might have gone up. Okay, so it's an angel with her right hand extended, perhaps inviting you to join her on her vessel. Do you see a little vessel there? Um, vessel. Which she's standing on. In her left hand, she's holding a dish that overflows into the basin beneath her.
1: Come join me on my ship and die. I got snacks,
0: (laughs) snacks, if you're thirsty. (laughs) To the um, the angels looking to the west and she has a look of serenity. Mm -hmm. She's about eight and a half feet tall and this statue is part of the National Register of Mm. Historical Places. So she's sort of well-known. Okay, so here's some lore. This is the cool part. Okay, so one, the statue springs to life after sundown and born by her magical, or I'm sorry, powerful wings, zips around the nearby oh, graves. Interesting. So A, at first thought, I actually don't really mind this. If I had a, a loved one in the cemetery, mm-hmm. I was like, cool, That's she's getting, gosh, he or she's getting visited by an angel. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound too sinister. Okay. I mean, they're just, she's just flying around yeah. at night. So I thought that was pretty cool. Just watch out for
1: kids getting drunk.
0: <laughs> well, that's actually I read a lot of that. A lot of um, people said that when they went to visit it, they were a little bit disappointed in the the aesthetic of it, the whole area, because there was a lot of people must have hung out there, teenagers uh, and stuff, well, at night. Have no place to go. Yeah, right. They need some <laughs> activities, so they visit this angel. Okay, second. She shoots jets of fire from her eyes when oh. the clock strikes midnight. So she, oh, you just think that beams come right out right? And at midnight. Sort of funny. Lads of beans. Right? So when I first read that, I thought a rob- destructive robot that's just like, boom, 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 marching around with terrible flamethrowers. So I thought that was a little destructive and creepy. Mm-hmm. Next, the curse of her stare. Look into her eyes at midnight, they say, and prepare for an early demise. You get
1: blasted
0: by fire. <laughs> this is separate, so I don't know. You may or may not. I don't know. You're just looking in her eyes, and all of a sudden, you'll die. Mm-hmm. So this makes sense because it's at midnight again, and... Mm-hmm. um. The interesting part is most people aren't hanging out in cemeteries after midnight. Yeah. So you're either looking to have an experience at a cemetery. Mm-hmm. You're a goth. You're a goth, I guess. <laughs> you want on a party mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. It was just really mm-hmm. weird. But I also got the image of Bloody Mary. Because mm-hmm. don't you, mm-hmm. you go, is that the right image? Like you go and you do something, like if you were to yeah. say Bloody, Bloody Mary. Yeah, i go in the bathroom and say her name three times. And then she will, she will show up. Yeah, that's what Bloody Mary does. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's the
0: story of Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Next. This one's a little creepy, but I don't know. Statue jumps off its pedestal and mm-hmm. flies around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that sort of ties to the first one where she's flying around. But yeah. I don't know why jumps off the pedestal gives me a little willies. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know right? Work on my core. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna skip that one. Okay, so if you look into the statue's eyes, you will then die within two weeks. Fun. Fun. <laughs> so it doesn't say anything about midnight like the other ones had. Mm-hmm. So that's a little so interesting. You die at midnight, or do you know? It just says you will die within two weeks. Doesn't say at midnight. Doesn't say you have to look mm-hmm. at it a certain time. But mm-hmm. if you look at her eyes, next, the statue will cry tears, and the tears will be made of blood.
1: Oh. <laughs> her eyes should just they should just put some glasses on, sunglasses. <laughs> like this is were maybe life. with
0: the nose disguise her a little <laughs> bit those cool gag <laughs> ones. I mean just I don't know, maybe just like poke out the
1: eyeballs. <laughs> Drill just, like, them out. A little
0: bit easier. Yeah, that's creeped me out obviously. Yeah. And as I was looking through some photos of her, mm-hmm. I did see where you could it looked like t- like oh. um like trail of yes, a okay. trail, and what's interesting about this statue is built. I ma- I think it was made out of bronze, and obviously over the years in the elements mm-hmm. it became um, darkened or Rusted, weathered and stuff. Dark. So it's yeah. it's like black, and that's why she's called Black Angel. Okay. So they restored it at some point, I think in nineteen eighties, mm-hmm. and um, it just always reverts back to the black. Oh. And, I don't know if it's just, A, the material. Mm -hmm. It could be the weather, of course. She's possessed by a demon. She's possessed by a demon. Um, Yeah, yeah. so I'm just looking at a picture right now. Like, look, look, down her, like, if you've ever cried really, really hard, you get the tears all the way down your chin and stuff. You see it down there? Yeah, it
1: looks like she's got, like, a tan, and Mm. she cried after getting her
0: tan. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, no. Yep. You can see the trail. Does it have, okay, question. Yeah. Does all this stuff only happen after midnight? Um, the lore doesn't... Some specify a time, like you heard mm-hmm. at the, the first couple, mm-hmm. but no, some of them don't say anything. And I think these are the stories that don't say anything or just passed down They're like, to, it's fine. Yeah. So if we're,
1: if like we're looking at her eyes right now... But we're own. not physically okay.
0: viewing okay. her, okay. so okay. I think we're okay. <laughs> I was say, if we die, I
1: to
0: it's big. my fault. <laughs> if we become cannibals,
1: it's my fault. Anyway...
0: It's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and the last one is, if you touch your hand, the angel will come and kill you in your dreams. Why is this statue a little <laughs> <to me? laughs> I know. And the song, like, that's super creepy mm-hmm. and all that. And what's interesting is, that well, I'll tell you a little bit more about Ruth and how this the actual dream she has that this statue right. comes from. Yeah. It's not creepy, so I wow. think this is actually made from generation to generation. Sure. I don't think this is actual. It's like
1: kids, like going around, they're just like, if you touch her
0: hand, yeah,
1: um, Past- you're gonna get a girlfriend in two weeks.
0: Yeah, she's gonna die. You're gonna die, and then <laughs> someone only heard you're gonna die, and yeah. you know that I kind of like stuff. That's what- All right. So as I have stated, it was the statue was modeled after a dream that Ruth had just mm-hmm. before her death. Mm-hmm. Before I get into that, I just want to tell you about Ruth and Mm -hmm. her husband because I thought it was cute. So she's married. um, She marries a legendary legendary general named Grenville Dodge. Mm -hmm. After the couple are married, they end up moving around a bit from Illinois to Nebraska and then landing in Iowa. Mm -hmm. Ruth is super cool. I would want to know her, I think. Mm -hmm. But she was one of those ladies who... Buck's tradition, in a sense, because she she forms um, the soldiers' Aid society, and they like prepare supplies for soldiers, mm. which are essential to the health of the soldiers of mm. said soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, while Grenville was serving in the Civil War, mm-hmm. she had received word that her husband was sick, mm-hmm. and so she accompanied him from camp to camp and nurses him with true Aww. devotion. it was quoted. Sometimes their kids would join, they had three daughters, which I thought, I thought was really weird. Is, can you do that as a general? Because I can't imagine like yeah, everyday soldiers can have people. Yeah, like
1: your loved ones just walking around with you on yeah. the battlefield.
0: Like it. It's sort of weird to me. But I'm the boss. I'm the boss, I don't <laughs> want. Okay. So he, um, Grenville, started as a captain, went to colonel, and then he landed as a general. Mm. He worked at the Union Pacific Railroad, and he builds their home by hand, mm-hmm. which takes, obviously, some time, a few mm-hmm. years, and um, now that is a museum. Mm-hmm. So I think I sort of said before mm-hmm. that I thought I had, like, this cool thing um, that I was going to tell you a fun fact. Yeah. is There's a different story that you can go and stay overnight at this place. Oh. And... That's what I got to f- I want to find that story and yeah. see if it's cool and yeah. go down Ari Avenue, but it's not as cool as the museum. No. Okay. Let's see. So Ruth is super spunky. She could shoot a gun, mm-hmm. ride a horse, and I don't know if they're together the same activity or not. Yeah. <laughs> shoot and ride a horse. I thought that would be super She's cool. Yeah, that's funny because I was, I was going to say I did a report on Annie Oakley. I loved her. And so I, I sort of think Ruth is Annie Oakley. Yeah. But she, she was the coolest she, person ever. She's the coolest. She's, the, she's the coolest. she's
1: such
0: a bamf. Um, let's see here. Ruth stood up for injustice. Mm-hmm. So back when, uh, obviously, Civil War was happening, mm-hmm. there were slaves around. Mm-hmm. And Ruth witnessed a slave being mistreated, a female slave. And, um, sounded like the, um, the event was pretty horrific. Mm. So she writes to the wife of the, um, colonel or -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. that works... over the guy who is beating the slave so like his Mm -hmm. boss and like Mm -hmm. writes a note and says I (laughs) I witnessed this activity on one of your workers and like you should not stand for this and she said it made her blood boil and she wanted the colonel to have like the colonel's men like basically go and beat him up dang but not only that she also wanted him shot like, she wow. was... Na- this must have been really bad. Yeah.
1: She was not messing around. Or in general,
0: I wonder if it was bad enough just to be beating a slave. Like, yes. I don't know if it had to be so egregious that... Yeah. It, like, she's bloodied and, like, well, yeah. what if it was just, like, she doesn't agree with that? Yeah. Okay. So, at one point in the war, um, Grenville shot in the head, not expected to live. Yeah. And another reason I love Ruth is she goes... Meeted immediately to wherever he's at and um, being cared for, and women weren't allowed, you know, on the lines or whatever. But she was like, "Excuse me, sir, I'm going in there. You don't have any say. Like, get over it." And eventually, the guy relented, and she was able to go and uh, take care of her husband. All right. Last thing about the family, and then we're gonna talk about the legend, and then we'll be done. All right. So. One thing about Grenville that's very, very interesting is that um, he sadly had cancer. Mm-hmm. And he had, was getting treatment um, there in their, like, 70s, 80s at okay. this point. Uh-huh. And he is in, I think, New York. Mm-hmm. And he is trying to get some treatment on his um, cancer. Uh-huh. And so they do some kind of surgery on his cancer. Yeah. And he has the surgery without anesthesia.
1: Oh, wait, where was the cancer?
0: I, didn't, I couldn't find anything oh. on about that. But what yeah. a badass!
1: Yeah, like, like, I couldn't I, even imagine. Like whenever I get like shots or anything, I'm just like, I gotta look away for a second. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not because I'm gonna barf.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just, there's a bird over there. <laughs> I gotta look at.
1: A <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah, he's super cool too. It sounds like. Yeah. Um. But sadly, in 1916, he dies from cancer in January. Sadly, later that year as well, Ruth has cancer and also mm-hmm. dies. But prior to, um, three days prior to her death, mm-hmm. she has a series of dreams. Mm-hmm. And here we go. All right, so. <clears throat> All right, so Ruth is dreaming right now, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna read it as it was in the article. Okay. She was standing on a rocky shoreline, shrouded in mist. An ancient boat emerged from the fog. On the prow of the boat, a beautiful woman, whom Mrs. Dodge, guessed was an angel, stood holding a small bowl overflowing with water. Drink, the angel said. I bring you both a promise and a blessing. Miss Dodge chose not to. I was not ready for this supreme blessing. I felt unworthy. She's talking later on. Mm -hmm. It seemed to me that it would be a presumption on my part to partake in anything so wonderfully pure, so heavenly and so spiritual. Mm. But the angel again peer- appears in Mrs. Dodge's dream the next night, and again she chooses not to drink, but on the third night she does accept the offer. And after drinking from the bowl, Mrs. Dodge felt that she had been transformed into a new and glorious spiritual be- being. Mm. And she says, um, she drank of that wonderful water of life and it gave me immortality. And And (laughs) later that day, she dies. So, I
1: saw
0: that water. It was not. not Well, she may not have been immortal in physical human body, but. Uh, But spiritually. But somehow, her daughters, they then commissioned the next year to to have that um, Daniel French to immortalize their mother in bronze. Uh. And they talked in detail about the dream that their mom had had Mm -hmm. because she had imparted it to her daughters before she died. Mm -hmm. And um, now it stands in that Fairview Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And as we talked about, a lot of the lore there, Mm -hmm. um, it's not a grave marker, just sort of at that cemetery. Both Ruth and Grenville are at a different cemetery in a mausoleum. Okay. um,
1: Are we gotta get away from this weird
0: angel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, you, yeah, you can have that. Over there. We're gonna live over here. <laughs> so, that is my story of Ruth and the Black Angel of Fairview Cemetery. You know, it kind of
1: makes sense. Like, what if Ruth's spirit is in the angel, and she's just so fiery, yeah. and <laughs> the fire comes out of her eyes. <laughs>
0: So, maybe it's not far off. Maybe
1: it's not far off.
0: She's just like, you kids gotta get out of here. (laughs) You're trashing
1: the place. You're trashing
0: the place.
1: Put your beer can in the recycling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that Ruth would know what recycling is.
1: Well,. Maybe she learned,
0: (laughs) but she's hip. That I do think she would catch up. So, oh, (laughs)
1: that's interesting. They put that.
0: It's a receptacle.
1: Huh? They put that stuff over there. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) They probably heard a few people say it. Yeah. Yes,
1: that's what you usually talk about, or (laughs) (laughs) something. That was so great. We need to take out the recycling. Oh, my God. All
0: right. Well, there's our first try. Yeah. Went well.
1: So far, so good. Hopefully, people will enjoy it.
0: Hopefully. If not, we'll just talk to each other like normal. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
1: just tell each other the story. You can just forget it.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks. Have a great day. Goodbye. Bye.